Welcome to Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here we take a good look at that most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Mustafa, and joining me is Steve. How you doing? Hey, and Daniel. Hello, how are you tonight? Not bad. Uh, Mustafa, what's on your mind tonight? Tonight, I have a few lines on my mind, and they Ah. go a little something like this. Of the good in you, I can speak, but not of the evil. For what is evil but good tortured by its own hunger and thirst? Truly, when good is hungry, it seeks food even in dark caves. And when it thirsts, it drinks even of dead waters. Man. Oh, it's deep. That, that is awesome. What's that yep. from? It's uh, Halil Gibran. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Yes. He has a, a piece called On Good and Evil. And it's a, it's a great piece. This is the, end, the, the first four lines from it. Oh, my God. That is intense and amazing. Yeah. It seems fitting. It's it does. totally fitting. Yeah. Do-gooders that don't understand how evil they are? Absolutely. <laughs> Was my laugh suitably evil? <laughs> it, it lacked the moi in the future. I'm sorry. I'll try again. You get there. Yeah. Better. <laughs> I'll try to do better. So welcome, everybody, to uh, Critical Encounters. This is great. This is issue five. Five. The big five. B. Yeah. And uh, this is, uh, we're looking at Under Attack. But before that, we have a side scheme starring Steve. Uh, I did get my hands on Wrecking Crew. I know that there was some people who weren't able to, yeah, right? FFG um, had some allocation issues. Yep, yeah, I was one of the lucky ones as well. Yep, I had pre-ordered and I got it. So I've played it a couple times now. Two-player, uh, we switched around. So we played it just on the A side both times, trying to get a feel for it. And okay. uh, it's really pretty fun with all four of the guys trying to figure out who you go after. Um mm. We made a mistake. Hey, so for the, for those of us who haven't got these, what is the A side? Is it like okay? So the A side is like the standard uh, uh-huh. version. They have less hit points. Their their attacks and schemes are lower. Um, and then the B side, it's actually a separate card. They have he- higher health, more attack, more scheme. Would you say it's equivalent to one and three? Yeah, I think so. Okay. It's like playing so they, standard. They or don't have ones, twos, and threes. They just have a single card. These guys, right? A or B, and there's right. There's four of them. You have a main scheme, and then each member of the wrecking crew has its own side scheme and its own deck, and they all stay together and play together. And you put all four sets into play at once. So okay. every yeah. turn, the main scheme gets a threat, and then every side scheme gets a threat. And the villain, when the villain activates whatever side scheme has the most threat on it, that villain activates. So he's the one that's scheming or attacking you. So they don't all attack or scheme at the same time. Uh, so that's a card, you know, that's a deck you draw a boost out of. That's the one you draw your encounter cards from. But when that okay. little, those little decks are only like 15 cards. So when they run out, you put an acceleration token on the main scheme. Mm-hmm. Early on, you don't even care about the main scheme, really. It's those side schemes because when they hit 10 resources, on a side scheme, they each trigger some cool effect. Uh, wrecker hits for damage. Uh, pile driver takes away attachments. Well, it's really cool. Let's not get too yeah. Let's not yeah. get too far ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Of course, we will be. We'll be looking at it. 
So I see multiple parts for the Wrecking Crew, of course. Yeah, four parts. We needed two issues for Rhino. We'll need four for these guys. But yeah. so we were playing, and it's really fun trying to figure out who do you go after, who do you thwart against. Because we made the early mistake of, oh, we'll let this guy activate, and that was not a good call. Like as the heroes, that was a bad call. As the villains, it was great because he just well they wrecked us early on. We recovered. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Uh, <laughs> um, well, then clearly what you're saying is that the Wrecking Crew defeated you, right? Uh, no, we still won. Oh, oh. yeah. Well, oh, we still we still won our first first game because they just beat up Captain America so bad early on. He was doing nothing, but awesome. Captain Marvel was able to hold down the fort long enough for Captain America mm-hmm. to get back in the game. And we played a second time. I was playing Tony Stark, Iron Man, and he was playing. I don't remember who he was playing. And we had it well in hand. I'm like, oh, we got this game. We killed two out of four of them off. Blah, blah, blah. The, the encounter deck comboed, and I got hit. I got attacked three times in one turn. Tony Stark, dead. Just gone. Poof. Out of nowhere. Oh, that's so nice. So yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, so delicious. Yeah, it, it was pretty good. Yeah. Because I, I really like taking out Iron Man. Yeah. And I, was, I think he's my, he's my least favorite. So, because he's, I feel like he's the strongest. So, if, if we can take him out, that's that's a badge of honor. Yeah, and that was Absolutely. a Iron Man protection. Okay, that's interesting. All right. You know, when you said badge of honor, I just thought of something. Did you know that FFG came up with like hero challenges yes. for each hero, where they like if they do something, they get a little check mark and they feel even better about themselves. Yeah, little achievements. Yeah. Why? Oh. Why isn't there one for the villains? You know, like <laughs> well. It looks like we're having another document we're going to make. Yeah, yes. sounds like a good idea. Rhinos could be, check, I made it past my first stage. Yay. <laughs> wow. I can think of a lot of things. Um, I think I think yeah. we're going to need to, yeah, make another environment card like uh, our Critical Encounters house rules. Yeah, we could come up with some achievements. That'd be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Villain achievements. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. great. I'm, I'm proud of... So do you remember which... Uh, which member of the Wrecking Crew it was that downed Iron Man? Pile Driver? Pile Driver. Oh, I think it. that's his name. Yep, that is one of them. Yep, it was him. Yep. A couple of the guys have Bulldozer, has like Overkill, and yeah, they're they're pretty fun to play against. So yeah. making the like decisions. It. So Yeah, and the rule insert talks about like how to make it expert mode or make it a little more of a challenge in there. Yeah, like, and you can mix and match. You can, you can do all B-sides. You can do some A, some B. You can do like a half and half. gauntlet. Like a gauntlet thing where it's like, hey, uh, once you finish all the A's, you have to finish the B's. Yeah. Which I imagine is very difficult. Yeah, it would probably be pretty long, too. So, so yeah. We have this Friday, we're going to play four-player X uh, B side. So, we'll see how that goes. Awesome. That's and good. Daniel and I will play tomorrow. Looking forward to it. And we will, we will make it difficult. Yes. We'll play it twice, maybe. Make it simple. Just to see what we're doing. Just to learn it, yeah. It's a, there's a lot going on, but it didn't seem difficult. Just yeah, like things to do. Watching all the triggers, but anybody yeah. who's played any FFG card game should be used yeah. to the crazy amount of triggers. You can handle it. Absolutely. So, yeah. All right, so that's our side scheme. Um, let's go on to the main attraction. This will be our second modular set. It is. From the core, and it is Under Attack. I feel like there should be a rock song named Under Attack. but Or at least a metal band or something. Or something. Yeah. Um, Or why isn't there an exclamation point? 
there, actually, yes. Why there, isn't there an exclamation point? They're just I mean, under just, attack. Yeah. Just under attack, you know. It's a thing. I yeah. guess when we go through the cards, we'll, we'll, we'll find out why there isn't an exclamation point because they may not rate one. Now, um, correct me if I'm wrong, this is the one that the rulebook identifies as the least challenging set, correct? No, isn't that Bomb Scare? Bomb Scare. Was oh, that Bomb Scare? Okay. Yeah. So you did correct me that I was wrong. Good. Thank yeah, I, oh, there you go. So where does uh, this one fit in in the difficulty scale? Do we do we know? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I, I'm going to guess it's one step above Bomb Scare, but okay. that's just a guess. Okay. It has four unique cards, five total, and I think I will start us off with the main attraction. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. It is the titular card. How do you pronounce that thing? Titular? Titular? Titular, you're right. Titular card. <laughs> Under attack, the side scheme. And it has a bunch of very 70s looking people running away from something on the art. It says, civilians are under attack. They need your help fast. It is a crisis. Has a when revealed effect of each player chooses to either place two threat here or deal three damage to their hero. Starts with three threat. And it has that lovely three boost as the as a boost card. All right. And thoughts. Three boost. That's awesome. That's the best part of this card. Yes, that's so good. And and the crisis, I guess. I like crisis with the, of course, critical counters house rule about it. Yep. Can we remind people what that is? Well, a crisis card must be dealt with before any other scheme, not just the main scheme. There you go. Okay. Makes them a um, little, little, little more relevant. But uh, Mustafa, you're totally right about the art. Like these guys are like right out of like the streets of San Francisco or some of those like late '70s shows. It's awesome. Yeah. I love the guy with the the fur collars yeah. in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Those muted browns. Yeah. yeah. And like And the the guy with the ponytail. They're all great. The one on the um, left looks kinda like Stan Lee, but again, we shouldn't be talking too much about art. Yeah. So this this has the static number of starting threat of a three. A lot of the side schemes will give you like one per player, two per player. So it starts yeah. with three, regardless of how many people are playing, which is a little bit of a you know a change from some of them. But then that when revealed effect can really ramp it up. Yeah, it really depends on when this card comes out, eh? So I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it depends. I, I feel like most of the time heroes will put two threat on it. You think so? Um, because three damage is significant. Maybe not She-Hulk because she likes the she likes the damage in most contexts, but mm-hmm. three is a significant hit for most of these guys. Yeah, early game. I mean, Tony, we were talking about Tony. He only has nine starting health. Mm-hmm. That's a third of his health if this comes up before he gets his armor pieces out. Right. And I guess, you know, Hero's got a lot of ways to deal with threat. So maybe that's not that big of a deal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But a nine threat, let's say your three-player game, a nine threat crisis, that's a time waster. I like it. Yeah. The, the main scheme gets to really build up while you have to deal with nine. Yeah. 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 And that means you're on the hero side and you're just being able to hit him anyway for three damage, probably. Or wipe out some allies. And I like, I really actually like this card. This is probably the best of the set, I would say. Anytime they make you have a choice, you're doing it to, the, the heroes are doing it to themselves. Are they giving them the yep. threat? They're taking the damage. Which one's worse? Which one's better? I like those kind of decisions. And it's just totally context and situation dependent. Like, that's awesome. That's right. really nice thing. I just have one quibble about this card, and it's a quibble I have with some of the flavor text in this game. I'm just not all that jazzed about this flavor text. <laughs> I mean, civilians are under attack. They need your help fast. It is about as generic as you can get. Oh, it's just such weak sauce. I, There's room on the card, too, right? Like, 
it yeah. seems like they're i mean i guess the crisis icon doesn't have to be that large but, push it all down a little bit uh mm. i don't even know that i need an elaborate story i just like and, and a couple of the side skins do this don't they where they actually use the title of the card in the text itself right mm. like civilians are under attack yes that's why you titled the card this under right attack. well they, they want, want to make you know, sure like, that you know civilians are in peril they need your help like like do what you can, whatever. I get it's got to be comic booky and stuff, but like comic books are well written most of the time. Yeah, but like the ones that the, the source material for this game, right? Yep. Like I think you can do better than they need your help fast. <laughs> it's true. Like uh, I don't so know. So what what would you what would you have written here? Maybe oh, I would write. I'm putting you on the on the spot oh, here. That, I am. A, I, I would use the word peril. I would replace under attack for civilians are in peril. They need your help. Rapido. Rapido. Yeah, I like Rapido. Pow, pow, ping. No, I don't know. It just, look, yeah. it could be better. That's yeah. all I'm saying. And, like, obviously, this is the most useless critique of a game like this. So, I just, you know, some of these games, like Arkham, for example, the writing is just stupendous, you know? Yeah, and, and that, that game's a lot about the story of it. Yeah, and this, I guess, isn't really a story game other than you need to know, hey, civilians are under attack. <laughs> Go help them. Yeah, part of the problem might part of the problem might be that this modular set could be in any scenario you play. Mm-hmm. So you know, if they're like New York City is being destroyed, and then the quest you're playing is in San Francisco, it doesn't right. make sense. I, I don't know. Maybe that was a thought. Who knows? Sure. And it's also very um. I don't know. It seems a little bit loaded in terms of like villain agendas. How do you know the civilians are under attack? We could be trying to help them. Yeah, oh, right. right? Like, I don't like the perception of this. They, they seem to be scared on the art, but maybe they just misunderstood what we were trying to what do. What we were trying to do. You can't see yeah. any one of those people on that picture being attacked. They're just running away. Maybe right. there's free hot dogs down the road, and they're running right. towards that. They are running yeah. to us, not from us. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And that one guy in the front is just, he's calling to us, right? Wait, he's saying, wait. You can see it in his mouth. All right. All right. Anyway, let's go. Okay. All, All right. right. I think we. I think we. Think I think we've beaten. We beat that one up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll uh, go I'll with the next. the next one. You got it. You got it. Go ahead, Steve. Okay. Uh, vibranium armor. There's one of them in the deck. It is an attachment and armor attached to the villain. Force response. After the villain takes damage, give it a tough status card. Hero action. Exhaust your hero and spend two physical resources. Discard this card. And it has one boost icon. So we have an attachment that can go on any villain. We put it in any modular set, right? Uh, we saw the Rhino attachments that only go on Rhino, but this one could go on Rhino or Ultron or Claw. Sure. I mean, I think that makes sense because this is not a villain-specific card. So right, all the modular cards are like that. They can yeah. work with any villain. I really like yeah. this set for that theme of. I mean, there's no minions in this set. It's all about enhancing the villain, and I yeah. think that's really neat. Yeah, and this is pretty neat because somebody hits them for two. Now you have a tough status token. They got to hit that villain again, and then they got him again. Then he gets a tough. Then they get him again, and they get you know like yep. every other attack is doing nothing. Um, a bunch of little little ping damage isn't going to help you any uh, if you're the hero going after this guy. And was it, and as with all of our strategies, it's about wasting time. Yeah. Right. Yep. Just prolong the game as so much as we can. The, there are there is a weakness to this card, mm. is that it doesn't last long. Um, because it's annoying, somebody will say, "Okay, I'll spend the two fifty resources 
Let's get this out of here. But don't you think it's the exhausting your hero that yes. really is the yeah. price, right? That is the best part of this. It that somebody has to be exhausted um, in order to get it off the off the villain. Yeah, because like Rhino's horn, it was just spend the resources. You didn't have to exhaust your hero. Right. This right. one, they gotta they gotta spend some time messing with the villain. And there are lots of heroes that don't use physical resources very much. Those, you know, energy forward heroes. Right. So this mm-hmm. could actually be really hard to come up with two of these icons in your hand at once. Iron Man, right? Yeah. They're, they're top loading with energy. Yeah. Captain Marvel's energy dependent. Like, yeah, a lot of them are. Yeah. yeah. As always, the more heroes there are, I think the easier this becomes. Because sure. if you're a four player, you know, somebody will have the the right icons and you know if one out of four people is exhausted it's not as bad as if it's one out of two yeah and they can call for an action right the active player can yeah. call across the table for this yeah. oh that's that's a good point um oh. it doesn't scale that well is i guess what i'm saying and of course it has that weak single boost if i were to make a vibranium armor i'd make it better <laughs> of course I, you would of course at least the art looks cool i like the art yeah yeah. Um, yeah, it's beautiful. All right, moving on. Let's uh, take a look at Concussion Blasters, also an attachment attached to the villain. Uh, it is a weapon traded, and the villain gains Retaliate 1 as well as a plus 1 to their attack. Uh, and for a hero action, you can exhaust your hero and spend 2 energy resources to discard this card. And it also has a single boost. What do you I think like about it. this one? I yeah. like it a lot. Now, do you like it as much or less or more? Mm. If you had to have one or the other. Uh, I prefer to be dressed in armor than have this, I think. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. This just, I mean. I think what you said before about the resources, I think more people have the energy resources to remove it. So I think it can go away quicker. Yeah, it's going to go away quicker. I think Retaliate 1, though, is really good. Yeah. Yes, it yeah. gets rid of allies. Yeah gets rid of allies it, and then like you know one one health to a hero is worth a lot more than one health to us that's true as well you know like four player claw whatever and he's got like 64 or 80 some hit points like and we still have our nine <laughs> or the heroes i mean still have their nine retaliate one is yeah now if you could if you could put the armor and the blasters on at the same time now oh, you're there now we you're go talking. yeah now you're talking yeah has that ever happened in any of your games? I don't know how often I've used this set, other than I think this is the one that uh, the rule book says put with Claw. Is that right? No, I think he gets the. Or does he get Hydra? He gets the Masters of Evil. Yeah, the Masters oh, is of that Evil. It? Okay. I this might be for Ultron. It might. Uh, it lo- the art looks out Ultroni, doesn't it? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, geez. I'm not sure. I've, I've definitely never seen these both on at the same time. Yeah. I mean, I guess the, the, the other kind of weakness is there's only one of each. So yeah. you're going to have a hard time getting them both popping up at the same time, if at all. Yeah. And you don't really want them to come up. You don't want to see them come up as a boost because you that's just one. You yeah. haven't done any good to, the, to hurt that hero or the scheme. Right. All right. Well, speaking of boost, let's talk about the last one. I'm happy to give it to someone else. Wait, what am I saying? No, it's mine. Stay away. All right. <laughs> I was going to say, boy. <laughs> all right. Um, mine, all mine. Concussive Blast Treachery. Uh, there's two of these uh, cards in the deck, and uh, they have a Ven Revealed effect and a boost effect. The Ven Revealed effect is deal one damage to each friendly character. The boost effect is deal one damage to each character you control. So I really like this card. 
although not as much as the side scheme or the armor, but it's good in the right context. I'm guessing people might have some questions about what's the difference between one damage to each friendly character or versus one damage to each character you control. The way right. I've always understood it is when revealed, it does one damage to every hero Everybody. and their allies around the table. Everyone at the table so takes it. It, it. Yep. it really goes, uh, goes to town. And if it comes up as a boost, it's only the person drawing it. And then, Either way, I either love way. this card. Absolutely yeah. love it. And I love that it hits the heroes when they think they're safe as Peter Parker or Carol Danvers. Right. It's hitting characters, not heroes. Right. So alter eagles take it too. Yeah. Yes. So. And their and their allies. Yep. So oh. you know, if they were saving Hawkeye with that one hit point waiting with his little arrows, those arrows are gone. Oh, so good. Yeah. And there's two of them. So that's that's probably even better. I've definitely been hit by this card a lot. Yeah. So I was playing and I had a Black Widow with one hit point left when this came up. And I was like, oh, well, Black Widow's going to die from this. So she'll cancel it. And I walked right into a second one. So, oh. <laughs> so I wasted Black Widow's like you know ability and power. And then just it still took her out. It's like, oh, it was a great move by the villain. Good move, villain. Good move. Awesome. Yeah, not a lot to say about this card. It's just fantastic. It's really good. Um, so let's talk about the set as a whole. I, I'd give it a B. B minus. Oh, we're rating B-. things now. Uh, sure, no, why not? <laughs> I give it a, a twirly mustache. Twirl my mustache. Mm. One twirly mustache. One twirly mustache, yeah. I like it. It's uh, It definitely challenges the heroes in a different way than a set that just puts minions out or a set that just like overwhelms them in some other way. You, you get that little Voltron or the little Ultron, I guess, and then slow them down on the main scheme. So I'd like to see this one added as a second modular set to a game. Yeah, I think it'd be really good. You know, just something, and then just always put this one in because it just is attachments for the villain and makes the villain a little stronger. I, I think that would be a fun way to use this. So that way you still get more minions out and things like that. Yeah, it's only five cards, so it doesn't thin it down too much. Yeah, and then like it's a, not, yeah. a four-player game, you're going to burn right through it. Yes, yeah. it's less than a round's worth of cards. So. Yeah. Absolutely. So we would definitely looking, uh, we recommend this as uh, as an extra little boost, as it were, yeah. to the to the villain there for those looking for a little more challenge. Throw it in. Throw it in. Throw it in. It might surprise you. Let's move on to uh, Gang Up, our Gang Up uh, segment here. What What do you got, Steve? Who's Who's out there? We've got HallofHeroesLCG.com. This is a community website. He has... All the cards on it, so you can do card search. He has a blog going on with like different gameplay and thoughts and all that sort of stuff. And then there's a great section in there of all the rulings from FFG, like the official ones, plus some unofficial ones. The community has you know answered questions and things like that. So if you're looking for the ruling, uh, okay. there's a section of resources that the community has made. So it has links to the blogs, Discord, uh, social media, all that kind of podcasts. But then it also has some really cool community-made content like environments or um, bonus cards, kind of like the environment card we made. So there's a whole bunch on there that you could put out to play Rhino in a different way, that sort of stuff. So that's a neat spot to find uh, some alternate gameplay options. Fantastic. Uh, Yeah. Well, let, let me ask you the most critical question. Do they have our set of house rules there? They don't have our set of house rules, but they do have a link to us. So you uh-huh. can find us through them and you can find them awesome. through us. So Fantastic. Yeah, it's got a list of like release dates and stuff. So if you're not sure when something's coming out, you can give it a look. It's a nice collection of 
everything that's out there. Right on. So. And speaking of finding us, we're at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. We are on Facebook and criticalencounterslibson.com. And on Discord, we are Bardane, The Truth, and Big Foam Loaf. Steve, take us out. But like the man said, what doesn't kill me just makes me stronger.